Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Flyover Show. My name is Joe Wheel. I will be your host tonight. I am joined by my handsome friend, Scott Weinman. Uh, before we get into that, before we get into NFL news, before we get into NFL scores this weekend, please hit that subscribe button, hit that like button. Uh, if you're listening on a podcast platform that's not Apple, because Apple will not let us put it on, um, go ahead and hit that like button, do all that stuff so we can continue to do this for you. Uh, keep evolving, keep going. Um, Scott and I, uh, Scott, how you doing? I'm doing great, Joe. Cheers. Cheers. Clink. Ooh. <clears throat> Taking Ooh. our little pregame shot on the, on the pod. Oh, woo. I had a little caramel whiskey, Scott. What'd you have? I went with some tequila. What, what'd you have? What kind of tequila was it? Uh, Patron. Patron. Ooh. The one in the little snub nose bottle. Yeah. Nice stuff. Yeah. Um, I had a little uh, caramel whiskey from, uh, it's called Knuckled, Knuckled Heaven or something like that. You hated it. I hated it. But you drink you drink real liquor. You drink straight tequila. <laughs> you, drink, you drink straight whiskey. I do not. Scott's a real man. It's been on a kick. Yeah. So, uh, breaking news today. The biggest news of the day. Mm-hmm. Ravens make a big move. Trade for Bears linebacker Roquan Smith. Roquan mm-hmm. Smith. Leads the uh, NF second in the NFL in tackles, I believe, to Bobby Wagner since 2018. Uh, 83 tackles, two and a half sacks, and two interceptions this year. Inside linebacker was not happy this offseason, wanted to be traded away, wanted a lot of money. Looks like he's going to get that. Bears have now traded uh, Robert Quinn and Roquan Smith in the course of a week. Uh, both captains, huge moves. Um, Roquan going to a Ravens team that looks like they're trying to win a Super Bowl just added Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, they um yeah, if we want to get into it, the Ravens are leading the AFC North. Um they'll they'll be challenged by Cincinnati. I don't think anyone doubts that the Ravens are gonna make the playoffs. But before this trade, I don't think anyone really considered the Ravens Super Bowl contenders. Am I wrong? No, I don't think you're wrong. They have had a lot of injuries and they're yeah. piling and and this, I don't think I don't think Deshaun Jackson changes that, and I don't think Quinn changes that because I don't think you can win a Super Bowl with uh, the way that their offensive skill positions are currently constructed. And Joe, here's uh, tell me if I'm wrong, but the uh, the Ravens sort of sign skill position players the same way Jake Paul signs fights. <laughs> <laughs> they are Older. pulling the most random past their prime guys, uh, like <laughs> literally scraping the peanut butter off the bottom of the jar. It is it is just brutal what they've got to work with right Con- now. Congratulations to Jake Paul, big win over Anderson Silva. That was uh, good. He looked so, good. Yeah, and Silva looked good too. Some <laughs> people some people said it was rigged. I don't think so. It, it, if you've never seen Anderson fight, I could easily see why you think it was rigged because oh, Anderson absolutely. Silva fights like a goofball. Yes, he'll keep his hands down. He'll just mm-hmm. drop. I'm one of the most viral knockouts of all time is him getting knocked out by Chris Weidman because he just drops his hands, gets in his face, and just starts doing a little "How you doing." Get slept for it, but that's just classic Anderson Silva. Mm-hmm. Um, Robert Quinn, uh, or excuse me, Robert Quinn's 32 years old. Um, <coughs> yeah, another another what would seem to be a rental with based on how how projections on the cap for the Ravens next year. Um, I believe both are going. To oh, be sorry, pretty- you were talking about Robert Quinn. You said Robert Quinn. 
We're yeah. talking about Roquan. We're talking about Roquan. Yeah, I honestly, I'm not going to lie. I get their names confused in my head. Yeah, that's uh, right. Roquan Smith was traded today. He yes. is younger. Yes, and, but this is the end of his uh, rookie deal. So he is due quite a bit of money by the end of this season. He requested a trade right before the season started. Mm-hmm. Uh, seemed very intent on that happening. Obviously has not happened. Uh, so this is a good start for him. The Bears now have over $100 million in cap space available next year. Have around 10 picks. Uh, new GM Ryan Poles has had Bear fans, I think, kind of, I don't want to say in a tizzy, but they've loved some of it. They've hated some of it. And sometimes I think that's, you're kind of in the sweet spot as a GM because you're going to have to yeah. get rid of some guys that fans love. Well, here's the thing. Um, it's a coherent direction, right? They're yep. going somewhere. There is a plan, and they're executing the plan. They're not going back and forth on what they're going to do about a quarterback. It is clear, hey, we're going to still try and be competitive this year, but we are clearing cap space. We're, we're making uh, a run for the future. We're going to get a lot of uh, contracts that are, you know, that are heavy off of the books. This is going to be a total rebuild and i think you know as long as fans know what direction they're going and it makes sense i think they're probably okay with it i mean yeah. no no bears fan you know if you're gonna be eight and eight would you rather be eight and eight struggling to make the playoffs and not make the playoffs or four and twelve knowing that you're rebuilding getting a bunch of contracts off the books i think for sure the second and i yeah. think bears fans they knew that they weren't winning the super bowl this year you know there's certainly they hold out hope that they're gonna be pretty good um i don't think there was real thought Real, there was no real expectation that they win the division. Uh, Vikings seem to be running away with it. Um, yeah, what do the Vikings have like a four game lead now? I believe it is four game. I haven't pulled up, I still can't. Yeah, yeah, three, a three and a half game lead over Green Bay. Yep. Um, yeah, so Green Bay loses to Buffalo last night. Uh, Sunday was packed with beautiful football. Um, some incredible games that no one could have possibly expected to be incredible. Some terrible games that no one could have expected credible uh, to be incredible. We had a lot of action, lots to talk about. Let's dive right in. Uh, yeah. Sunday morning again in London, Broncos Jaguars. Broncos finally get a win, going into the bye. They're riding. They're riding a yeah, little. They're, yeah, they're they're riding a moped. Yeah, they're riding a this little moped. They fixed up. They have strapped a, uh, an electric motor onto their ten-speed bicycle. Yeah, and they're riding down the sidewalk. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a little bit of one of those. Exactly. Yeah, but the engine's going a little bit. Still, I mean, still didn't look great. Scored seven points over their usual points. Uh, scoring 21. Not beautiful. Beat the Jaguars, who have not looked good. They started out, I think, two and one. I think they've lost four straight. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trevor Lawrence continues to struggle. Uh, Russell Wilson and the boys, things... Things don't not, don't look too good on the Eastern Front. Um, yeah, Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence is looking tough, and this was supposed to be the can't miss guy. And I realized that, like, yeah, year one was under Urban Meyer, not a good NFL coach. Uh, but you know, still, this we're we're a year and a half in. Doug Peterson is a good coach, and he's still looking a little bit tough. So if we want to go back, the first round of that year had five quarterbacks taken. Mm-hmm. I'll give you the other four, and you tell me if you'd take any of them over Trevor Lawrence. Or if you'd take Trevor Lawrence. So basically, would you take this quarterback or Trevor Lawrence? Justin Fields. Oh, that's the hard. I think that's, that's the hardest Let's circle one. back. Let's circle back. Give me the other ones. Okay. Um, Mac Jones. Mac Jones. I'm probably taking Trevor Lawrence. I'm taking... <laughs> 
I do not like Mac Jones very much. I'm taking Mac Jones. I'm taking Mac Jones. Okay. Uh, Trey Lance. Trey Lance. Gotta take Trevor. You take Trevor Lawrence? Yeah. That one I'm kind of forced into. Wilson? Oh, Trevor Lawrence for sure. So you still you still have Trevor Lawrence up there amongst the best in this class. The only so you in your head the two best in this class are still Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence. This class has not been off to a great start. And it was supposed to be like the best quarterback class in a generation. All people could talk about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. These were gonna be the guys. It Five shows first round grades on quarterbacks. It shows a lot of people that I mean, it's just all mental. Like it's yeah. you you're gonna have guys in college every single year put up crazy numbers. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to tell when it's gonna work out. I mean, I really, think, I think from what I saw, I, I I remember this a couple years ago. But the biggest predictor of uh, a quarterback's success rate when he gets to to the NFL is mm-hmm. how many starts he had in college. So it's literally all just an experience thing for the quarterback. You got to be ready for the men's league. And now, if you think about it, he, Trevor Lawrence had by far the most experience of anyone that was coming out of that class. Wilson didn't have much. Trey Trey Lance started one year plus one game that they had just so he could. It was basically his pro day. Uh, Mac Jones started one year. Who else? Fields, I suppose, had two seasons. I think so. I mean, it's a lot of these guys come from really loaded rooms where it's they don't true. really have a chance. That's true. So, and as I soon mean, as you Lance. explode, I mean, they all came from fairly high profile schools too. So. Uh, I suppose not North Dakota State. No, but, Trey, Lance, <laughs> Trey Lance played like 17 games since high. It's something, maybe not 17, but something just insane. He didn't mm-hmm. play. He missed multiple years. He missed. He didn't. They didn't play the COVID year. Right. They played um, one. They literally just played one game. Yeah. He played mm-hmm. very little. Um, and on a Niners team that looks, I mean, they got some talent on that fucking team. You got Christian McCaffrey. You got Debo Samuel. You got George Kittle. Um, really fucking worried they're going to get Tom Brady too. Okay, here's here's where I would go. I would say for me, I would go Mac Jones. I'd probably do Trevor Lawrence second still. Justin Fields three, and then I would go Wilson four, Trey Lance five. I'm not usually a guy to be out on or high on quarterbacks that haven't shown much. For some reason, I'm still pretty high on Fields. Uh huh. I think his leg ability. I think he has a lot of talent that we're seeing i think it's a little between the ears i think he's a little sure. shaken i think yeah he has horrible weapons around him mm-hmm. um but i mean he can the arm thing i think he can really toss a pigskin like i think he's a guy who really has it in him um i mean i just these other guys i think and, and for trevor lawrence i you know i kind of go back to that building was on fire urban meyer was finger popping some assholes Yep. There was nothing. This is this is a rookie year, basically. So, all right. I know people keep saying that, and the rookie year is not going so hot. If you compare, I mean, no, his numbers this year are worse than Mac Jones' numbers last year. I'll tell you what. You know who's maybe doing the worst of that whole class? Who? Davis Mills. Davis Mills. Davis doing, Mills. Is well, I mean, struggling. He's struggling this year. I thought, man, he was better last year. He was, he was a lot last better last year. I, I was thinking at the end of last season, I was like, he might be the second best quarterback out of that class. Yeah. He had, <laughs> I, off the top of my head, I don't remember the exact stat. He had, I want to say, four four or seven games last year with over 100 passer rating. He didn't start the mm-hmm. whole year. This year, he's had none. This year, he has looked very rough. How much do you put on Lovey Smith? Um, Lovey Smith, I mean, got fired from Illinois. Obviously, college is different. How long has it been since Lovey Smith has been a successful NFL head coach? When was that Super Bowl? 2006. That's 26. Jeez. Um, the he, he 
you could make an argument with him on the Bucks that there were some successful seasons. How cool was Devin Hester? Like I remember, <laughs> I remember watching that Super Bowl and like holy, seeing yeah. Devin Hester how's that opening field goal, and I was like, this is guy. There, there are like some guys. I didn't watch a lot of football as a youngster, but there are like some guys that like stand out from my childhood. And Devin Hester's got to be top five. That mm-hmm. guy was fucking electric with the football. Uh, Russell Wilson not been so electric with the football, but they find a way to win. Um, Apparently, Bradley Chubb may be on the chopping block. Apparently, they're either thinking about trading him or signing him to a long-term deal. Um, I do kind of wonder if the—I don't think the Broncos would do it. I wonder if the Chiefs would try to grab him. That would be insane to trade I mean, he's in. Really, you're getting these um, these rentals, right? So, like, all these teams are like, we know we're not going to re-sign this guy. He's not on our plans moving forward. Let's get an asset for him. Um, Smart. Before he leaves for nothing. But these other teams that are trading for him aren't going to be the teams that they're on long term. Or at least for the most part, usually not. Um, All these teams that would be, you know, I can see like, so the Eagles aren't paying Hurts very much. So they can afford maybe to pick up some of these guys. And you could maybe say, hey, that he might be in their plans long term. Like the Ravens, the Chiefs, the Bills. um, Who else would be in the mix? Who else is considering trading for guys right now? Ravens, Chiefs, Bills, got to put in the Niners, got to put in the Rams. Yeah, Rams might be a big one. And I would be surprised. But, the, I mean, teams that it's, have, it's, it's, have it's really always the same teams. quarterbacks. It's yeah. pretty much always the same. Like, occasionally there'll be a surprise, but it's like the best. The teams that have been the best and are still the best. You know what's Chiefs. surprising? You haven't heard the Vikings in a lot of these rumors. Do they consider themselves contenders? I... It, the Vikings are a weird team to me. They're very good. They're very, very talented. Good. They have... And this is dumb to say, but I want to see them just like dominate a game from start to finish. Right. No, they definitely play to the level of their opponent. It's not great. And it's not the worst. I just, I know that their GM does not have the most confidence in the world in Kirk Cousins, like a lot of people, including fans. Um, and I just. This is the last year of his contract, right? It's got to be. I don't I mean, I think he got an extension a year oh, or two ago. I can look it up um sure can yeah we got a we got a beautiful new setup in here hey we're gonna be trying to add some cameras we will be adding some cameras soon but it is this might be the most expensive studio you've ever seen this thing is gonna be bumping um but russell wilson makes a couple plays huh i said i was gonna say just wait till we get the ladies in who well both of our uh, girlfriends oh (laughs) yeah um through the 20s, latest extension through 2023. Never mind. So Kirk Cousins is in contract through 2023? Yes. So he's got at least one more year. Let's presume they probably don't want to keep that. Um, Broncos get a big win in London. It's fun to watch these London games. Feels like the London fans are involved. Um, it's kind of a home game for Jacksonville, supposedly. Um, but a pretty good game to wake up in the morning. It's fun to watch. Travis, uh, Travis Etienne, how do we not talk about him? Travis Etienne, 24 rushes for 156 yards. Yeah, uh, against a very good defense. Um, He's the one bright spot. The one bright spot for the Jaguars right now. Uh, I suppose you could, there's a few players on the defense, but. Um, traded away James Robinson uh, yeah. to the Jets, who was who was great. He had 1,000 yards rushing, got hurt right. last year. Urban Meyer didn't like to use him. Um, got some capital for him. Um, I assume, I guess I don't actually know that's on me, but. Um, I think it was like a six-round pick. I don't have to fact-check everything. Six-round pick? Jesus Christ. <laughs> who's, who's, who, who was not in on James Robinson for a six-rounder? 
Whatever. You know, good good question. Um, <laughs> next year. Maybe the best. The, probably the, the best, best game. game. Maybe, maybe the, the best, best game, game of the year season. So yeah, yeah, best yeah, game yeah, of the season yeah. for the fucking N- the shitty NFC South title. Or the lead. Atlanta the Falcons, NFC. Carolina Panthers. No, everyone expected this to be a total shit show. Game back and forth all the whole day. At the end of the game. Overtime. Panthers get the football. Down seven. Down six, excuse me. Deep ball with just like 14 seconds left. DJ Moore hauls it in in double mm-hmm. coverage. Ties the game. Just an extra point to go. DJ Moore throws the helmet off. Fuck you. I'm DJ Moore, you bitches. Flag. Puts him back to almost midfield. Eddie Pinheiro misses the PAT. Falcons get the ball in overtime. Intercepted. Panthers miss the field goal again. Eddie Pinheiro hooks it again. Falcons come down the field. Young Way Koo takes him home. Lights went out early down in Georgia. Well, I guess late, but and really a game that no one expected to be unbelievable was unbelievable. Carolina Panthers shipped out CMC. They shipped out Robbie Anderson, kind of signaling to the locker room, "Hey, the season's over. We fired our head coach. Let's pack it in." Uh, almost beat the benched, Falcons. Benched both quarterbacks that they traded for. Benched both. They're on the third street quarterback. But Artie Smith and the Atlanta Falcons get a huge win at home. Scott, what do you think? Yeah, I mean the Falcons again. Every week is really fun football to watch. It's great watching the Falcons without any rooting interest in them or the teams that they're going to play. Yeah. I would love it if they made the playoffs. It kind of remind me of that uh, Washington Redskins team from with like Robert Griffin. Ooh. Yeah. I could definitely see this team getting 10 wins. That division too. I mean, that division is so open. I mean, like it, is it possible that Buccaneers finish last in that division? It's going to be hard with the Panthers trading away everything, but. Yeah, I don't know how much more life the Panthers have. You know, this this might have been it. This they've been it. they've gotten a lot of squeeze from that, a lot of juice from the, what they're doing right now. Yeah. Um, and, and then crazy, they had that Demir Birds fifty yard touchdown. Yeah, the Saints. Well, it was you still have the Saints in that division, right? So it's, I like the Saints a lot for that division. Man, with who as a quarterback? Andy Dalton. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, it's what do we got? We got Andy Dalton. DJ Walker, Dalton, Marcus Mariota, Marcus Mariota, and Tom Brady, and Tom Brady might finish third or fourth in that division. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. Hats off to Arthur Smith, top Hats ten coach in football Smith. right now. Is his? I think his dad founded FedEx. Yes, Do you know that. Mar- Arthur Smith is a billionaire. Yeah, yeah. That's fucking crazy. That makes sense. That makes sense why he kind of looks like that. Yeah. Why is <laughs> yeah, the- <laughs> Scott? Yeah, he's not. He's not working in the fields. No. Um. Yeah, this game was fucking awesome. I'm, I mean, Falcons can win this division. I mean, they're in prime position. Um, Saints have been playing really good football. Alvin Kamara's been rolling. Um, yeah, it's he, just do the Bucks do the Bucks avoid packing it in because um, the Falcons. You know, the Falcons are having more fun. The Falcons are more motivated. It's just can the Bucks stave off packing it in? Can they stave off Tom Brady? You know, quitting on the if is he gonna be. Tom Brady all season. You know what I mean? Is Tom Brady going to keep that competitive fire going all season? Or when it's does he be tough? When does he ch- I mean, sort of check out? Has this not been checked out? Like, it kind of seems. It, it seems very eerily similar to his last year in New England. When towards the end of the year, the offense looked a little bit broken. The defense, which had been carrying them all year, looked uh, more and more human each week. Mm-hmm. And Tom was visibly angry towards the receivers on the sideline. And then um, 
they really, really struggled in that playoff game against Titans, and he threw a pick six to end his career as a Patriot. And he had kind of had he made up his mind at that point that he was leaving. He, I think, before the season, like listed his house for sale. So I'm pretty sure everyone knew that that was it. Do you see the house he and Giselle listed down in Tampa? Did not. Is it, is it nice? I think he I bought see. it from Jeter. It was pretty oh, nice. I'll Jeter. tell you what. I think it was Jeter. The Jeter or A Rod? A Rod's got more money. Um. Does he? Doesn't Jeter own like the Marlins? A Rod's a big like. In, Jeter's the GM of the Marlins. A Rod's a big like investor guy. He okay. was on Shark. I think he was one of the guest sharks on Shark Tank. Good for him. He's like a part owner of. Good for him. Just about anything. He is. He's. He's a problem in the business world. All right. On to the next game. Scott, what do we got next? We got the Bears and the Cowboys. Cowboys offense looking good. Kellen Moore, I would say. You know what I mean. So he's hitting his stride. They might have to fire McCarthy, who is not doing a bad job this season. <laughs> they might have to fire McCarthy so they can keep Kellen Moore. Isn't that crazy? And like, I think you have to keep Kellen Moore. Well, the talk was that they might fire him so they can hire um, out of the New Orleans Saints, Sean Payton. Because uh, Sean Payton is going to be a hot commodity on the market. I've heard um, that. I've Saints, heard that for sure. Saints have to release his rights. Uh, they still have his rights because he retired. He didn't quit. So retiring is different. Um, or however that works, but this was an absolute fucking ass whooping. Cowboys dog walked the Bears. Uh, Justin Fields was a pretty good game 151, 17 for 23. Uh, two tuds, no interceptions. Obviously, makes kind of a boneheaded play on a uh, loose ball play. Uh, scoop and score. He could have touched the down to Michael Parsons, doesn't just jumps over him. Little mental error there, but other than that, great game for him. Super Bears. efficient game by Dak Prescott. Yeah, efficient game by Dak Prescott. And again, with Ezekiel Elliott out, we're stuck wondering, Ezekiel Elliott, obviously good. Seems like when Tony Pollard plays, Tony Pollard just does a little bit better. Now, obviously, old Jerry says, hey, we're going to go as Zeke goes. This changes nothing again. Obviously, Zeke is the one that was paid big money, but it seems like, it seems like they should either, it just seems like they should trade Pollard or Zeke. It seems like they can get a lot. I mean, Tony Pollard, right, they could get a right. lot for Tony Pollard. You could get a lot for Tony Pollard. I don't think you could get as much for Zeke because Zeke is so expensive. Right. Um, most teams don't want to pay for running backs. I do think they are better with both of them. I think they, they definitely yep. work well with each other, sort of a thunder and lightning combo. It's super... Thunder. Having two really good running backs that can play different styles is really nice because the defense, uh, you get used to taking different angles for different players mm -hmm. so having a change of pace back like pollard uh when zeke is in or like zeke when pollard is getting the ball primarily um it, it is it is super effective for that guy now if you're a nebraska fan you might remember all the way back in like 2012 we had a running back by the name of braylon hurd who ended up transferring to kentucky but he would come in and play the second series of each second half and they were going to give him the ball like 10 times in that series. And I'm pretty sure he averaged like seven yards a carry that year. Because he was, it was just such a different style than the starter at that time, Amir Abdullah. So it, it is super effective to have that one-two punch at running back. I think ideally what you would like to do is if you could just go back in time and pay both of them the same amount of money. Yeah. And you spend the same amount, but spend it on them equally. So that way they're both happy because Pollard's going to get paid. Um. Score. Welcome. 
<laughs> so. We're back. Um, Tony Pollard leads the Cowboys to a big three touchdown victory. Uh, just an ass whooping for the Cowboys. I'm sure it felt mm-hmm. great. I think there was a like at one point the Bears got within one score in the third quarter, but really it was all Cowboys all day. Mm-hmm. Uh, great win for the boys and Jerry World. Um, six and two. Obviously Philadelphia is still two games up, but Cowboys looking like a real contender right now. Bears put up a fight. Their season's over. They're kicking everybody out. Uh, they're rebuilding for next year. Um, yeah, I mentioned this before the pod, but the Patriots really caught the Bears at a bad week. Oh yeah, yeah. they got their ass beat. That's embarrassing. <laughs> their ass beat. That's tough. And I had I felt so confident going into that game, and I, I felt confident going into this game. We'll talk about the Patriots more later. But I think everyone felt every Patriots yeah, the Bears fan beat the shit out of us. Beat the fuck out of them. Everyone and every Patriots fan felt very confident mm-hmm. too. All right, so this next game. This next game is an absolute track meet. Miami Dolphins beat the Detroit Lions. Ends up only being 31-27, but there were five touchdowns in the first six drives of this game, I believe. Mm-hmm. Tua Tagovailoa to Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell is really the story of the game. Uh, looked like the Lions were going to be able to keep up with the Dolphins. Couldn't quite do it at the end. Uh, Tyreek Hill leads the league in receiving. He's almost at 1,000 yards halfway through the season. Uh, he's doing fantastic down there. Team is doing well, 5-3. and three. Um Without Tua, they've struggled a bit. Tua's doing well. Seems like Tyreek Hill has to come back for the ball pretty hard. A yeah. lot. I'm a little bit afraid about the bet that I made. Now, I made two bets, and I think the rule is, I think if if we can agree on this, I only have to do it once if I fail either of them. We can agree on that. Again, okay. I had no input on Scott just totally <laughs> presented this unprompted that he would. And then I did it again the next week. Yeah. But what was it? What was that, it? Uh, uh, I am going to eat a um, a Pocky One Chip Challenge on the pod. And do and the pod. And then do the rest of the pod. Yep. Um, He's going to be totally useless for that podcast. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but the Dolphins, uh, I said that while the Dolphins were 3-0. To my credit. Yep. And then did. they lost their next three games. Um, Only two and three they lost the last two. Um, I think Tua came back way faster than I thought he would. And um, we kind of thought there was a possibility he never played again. Damn, they the just have such an easy schedule. And <laughs> it's going to be tough. I really need Terry Kill to blow a hamstring. No, oh, Scott. I know. No, we want him to be healthy. Um, I do not. <laughs> of course we do. <laughs> I'm rooting for injuries at this point with the Dolphins. <laughs> Dolphins look solid. Um, the offense is incredible. Uh, it really goes through. It really is. It really goes through Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. McDaniel's a really good coach. You know, I know he's a really good coach because they start the games on fire. Yep. Last week they scored the first three drives. This week they scored the first four drives. It is what, what was that face? I don't know if they actually scored their first four because they only it was scored. their first three for sure. Scored their first three. Yeah, well, yeah, they 27 got seven points in the first half. They got against an NFL defense. Uh, they had seven points. Or yeah, yeah seventeen in the first half. Oh, sorry. I was yeah, Detroit little started little out little. really hot. Got shut out in the second half, which probably goes. Got to give some credit to coaching staff there. Yeah. Well, the um, first, the first, and the third quarters. Those are the coaching quarters. That's where the X's and O's guys. The first and got. the third. The first and the third. The first and a fifteenth. Um. Yes. Miami looks legit. Detroit, unfortunately, continues to look terrible. Uh, hate to say it. This has got to be it. Looks I like, mean, they look worse than last year. Looks like Motor City Dan Campbell maybe. Their defense maybe, is so, so bad. Maybe on his way out, man. And again, I would like to... He'll grow from the adversity. 
He was going to grow, man. What are going to get better from here, man? I would like to float out my idea again that you do not fire him. You just demote him and do not tell him. Yeah. Uh, maybe just at, maybe like have him prepare the Gatorade or something. And he's in there like he concocting. just keeps getting to like hang up posters about like overcoming adversity. <laughs> he's got a he's got like a huge hammer in these tiny nails. He's walking around the facility yeah. with these posters. He's, he's crumpling like, them right. up. He's like Martin Luther uh, of the Detroit Lions. The OG just Martin hanging, Luther, yeah, yeah of Lutheranism. <laughs> yeah, yeah of and Luther. he's like putting holes in the walls. Like, Fuck, it's so motivated, man. And he just yeah. misses and puts holes in the wall. Um. <laughs> That's they look worse than last year. I think last year's Detroit Lions team beats this year's Detroit Lions. Oh, it's so it's so tough to see because this is a this would have been a great win for them, especially the way they started off. Couldn't get it done. Um, Jared Goff, three hundred twenty-one, one touchdown. Right, their offense looks fine. Yeah, and they've got weapons. So see, before their bye, they were. I don't know if they were ever number one. They were number one scoring. They were the number one point. offense before they played the Patriots. Yeah, and they and then they got skunked, but. So like the the blueprint is there, right? If you just got like just, say say they hire Bill O'Brien, just, Bill, just be Bill with Belichick. Yeah. See, say they hire Bill O'Brien, like a quarterback coach, and he drafts a quarterback, and he comes in here next year. Like that's the blueprint. That's what all you need. So For then, the Lions, yeah. And because they're paying Jared Goff a lot of money, because they're paying Jared Goff the contract that the Rams gave Jared Goff. Is it? It's it's not as much as it once was though, just because of the, the quarterback Rams market. Off of it, yeah, 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 you're right. It's not as much, but it's it way, it's way more expensive. I think it's like a thirty million a year thing. It was, it was in the thirties, I believe. But now, and now that's, I mean, Kyler Murray's getting paid almost fifty. Yeah, like right. I don't. It's totally been blown out of proportion. But um, they're still paying Jared Goff a lot. Um, I think they're able to get out of that contract next year. Um, so you bring in a new head coach, some guy that, you know, is good with quarterbacks, good with the offense. Going to have a good pick, going to be able to go after maybe a C.J. Stroud yeah. or a Bryce Young. Yeah, and you have uh, a lot of weapons, mm-hmm. and you've got uh, some dudes on defense, and then what you can do with the money that you're not paying off is start to build up that O-line and build up that defense with free agents. Yeah. Because there's going to be a really good free agent class, especially on defense this next year. DeAndre Swift uh, looked like he'd be on a pitch count. This is his first game back in a few weeks. Uh, only five totes. He gets a touchdown, though. Uh, my fantasy team is thankful for it. How how often do they use him in the passing game? I don't think a lot. I think it was kind of a broken play. Five uh, targets, right? Five rushes. Got me at a bad time. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, Joe, Joe was switching <laughs> to uh, The Minnesota Vikings take down the Arizona Cardinals in kind of a wacky game. I just totally lost track of what was going on during this game. Both these teams, teams big-time wacky game teams. Yeah, wacky game teams. Minnesota Vikings improved to 6-1. and one. Here's the thing, though. I told you last week when we were betting on it, I said Kirk Cousins at noon. That's prime Kirk Cousins. 232 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. That's an all-time Kirk Cousins. That's like a prime Kirk Cousins stat line. That's exactly That's all you need. That's all you need if you're the Vikings. Threw it 36 times. Kyler Murray threw it 44 times. Rushed it for six times. Uh, three tuds, two interceptions. Feels like Cliff Kingsbury's still on the chopping block there. <sighs> I mean, it's tough because the Cardinals are relevant, right? This Cardinals team is way more fun to watch than the Cardinals team from a few years ago that made it to the NFC Championship game with uh, Carson Palmer, but no one watched their games, right? Cardinals so, have a lot of weapons on that. A lot of big names on that team. This It's like... Yeah, yeah, I think he, he has to be on the chopping block, but I don't know if they're going to do it because I think the Cardinals like being relevant in the NFL. They like being, you know, a team that is discussed. And Cliff Kingsbury keeps you as a team that is discussed 
Is it, does he though? Is that yeah. why people watch? People don't watch because of Cliff Kingsbury. They watch because of Kyler Murray. Well, the D Hop, the moms do. He's a handsome son of a he bitch. A, he's a good looking guy. Uh, Great house too. Great house. He does have an insane. He's got yeah. It, it always this this may be very old, and I'm not an old fashioned person, but when a coach really likes the way they look, mm-hmm. it makes me a little nervous about their coaching ability. If that makes sense. Yeah. You know, yes. you want to Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick doesn't even know what Bill Belichick looks like. No. He they, might not they, even have know. Have you seen the shirt that he came out with this offseason? He looked like he made an and attack. And it's like ripped on the, like below the neck. Somehow this part, the collar yeah, and the hem of the shirt had separated and it's got like bleach stains on it. Uh, Hair sticking out on the sides. He looks like a mess. Andy Reid, mess. Mess. Beautiful, but a mess. Mustache. Uh, beautiful mustache, yeah. beautiful but walrus yeah. mustache. No, he, he looks, looks like, like uh, well, we'll see. <laughs> we don't have to go into it. Um, <laughs> yeah, we don't need to know what that was. Gonna um, be. um just Arthur Smith, Smith looks like a mess. Brian Dable looks like a mess. Uh, Justin Jefferson again goes for six for 98. He's still producing like crazy. Is that, is that what, what Zach Taylor needs? Zach Taylor just needs to get fat. Fat Zach Taylor would be awesome. If he gets fat and like shaves his head and grows a goatee, oh, then he's a good coach. He's a good coach. Is he a good coach? Do we know? It feels like we do not. That team goes to the Super Bowl. They start this. They start the year zero and two, and immediately Bengals fans like, "Hey, we got to get rid of this guy. This guy sucks." They They have a very short leash on Zach Taylor, which seems insane. It seems pretty crazy. I I get it. He kind of looks like a bozo. Yeah. Um. He kind of looks like you could slap him in the face and he'd apologize to you. Well, and if you think about like that Bengals team or the stars of that Bengals team back when they were at LSU, their head coach Ed O as soon as they left. Yeah. Yeah. So we're not going to know if Zach Taylor's a good coach or not, or the jury's going to be out on Zach Taylor as a head coach unless like he has this level of sustained success for like four or five years or. Burrow, some for some reason, moves on, or Zach Taylor moves on and he goes somewhere else. Like it's never going to be proven because people are always going to put the success on Joe Burrow. If the Bengals make a run, it's going to be really hard not to, because it's like in the playoffs last year. It's not like Joe Burrow was throwing like 400 yards a game, four touchdowns. He was like That's playing correct. well. You're right. He was, it was the defense. The defense in the second half was the Titans and the Chiefs won them both those games. They were just able to make plays. Like you got to give some credit to Zach Taylor, and I understand, but it's just. And I understand there were a couple games that I think that second game they lost. They had these like wacky end around plays, calls, and weird stuff like that. I, I <laughs> and that first the first game of the year against the Steelers was also insane. Yeah, that was that game was fucking crazy, and they almost won that game too. Um, but Minnesota Vikings look like are you putting them as the second best team in the NFC. They definitely got to put them up there. Yeah. Oh yeah, I've said this from the beginning of the year. I said Vikings yeah. in the NFC Championship game. Are you? Uh, and I don't even think the Eagles are the first best team. I think it's the Vikings? I think it's the Cowboys. You think it's the Cowboys that much better than Eagles? Mm-hmm. Interesting. I do. Um, the, oof. Maybe the most eye-popping of all the games, Alvin or the New Orleans Saints blank the Raiders 24-0. Blow them out. Raiders didn't get into... Saints territory until the second, until their final drive. Yeah, this is probably. I'm really surprised Josh McDaniels has a job this morning. I I was surprised Josh McDaniels has a head coaching job at all. I didn't this really. Is, this is ridiculous because that's, you know, you have a good quarterback 
and some really good receivers. And well, I suppose Darren Waller's been out, but when healthy, the you know one of the best tight ends in the league. And this is their offense has been really bad. This They're two and five. They're terrible. The New Orleans Saints defense had allowed like over twenty four points the last like four games. They allowed, I think, they allowed thirty eight points last week. Yeah, yeah but, but I mean, two two, two pick sixes. sixes. That's true. In the second half. That's true. But still, this Saints defense has not looked like the Saints defenses of the past, oh. and they just fucking dominate the Raiders. I thought the Raiders' offense had really gotten clicking. Um, with have we, Josh have we heard anything? Has he, has, he has he lost? Has he lost? I forgot. Yeah, you have Josh Jacobs also having an insane year. We still can't put it together. I was really rooting for McD- uh, for Josh McDaniels this year, but um, I don't know. I don't know what to say. It's tough. I think it's Mac totally Jones would probably really is rooting for him to get fired because uh, Mac wants Jones him back. wants him back. He might um, need him back. Yeah, seems like this is kind of a perpetual story with Josh McDaniels and. And leaving New England Patriots offense struggles when he's gone. Yep. He struggles as a head coach. Yep. Um, seems like he's probably going to be back in New England sooner rather than later. <laughs> he might uh, be back by uh, December. I mean, if the Broncos lose that game yesterday. If the Raiders been, fire Justin Gannels, can the Patriots hire him in season? I think so. I don't know. Any rules against I've never heard of anything like that happening, but like, why not? Why not? There might be, I think it might be similar to the trade deadline. I don't know. Because well, you can always pick up guys. Uh, I think there is a limit eventually, but it's later than the trade deadline for how late you can pick up free agents. Yeah, there's some, There's something to it. Um, oh, seven games in, we're already talking about that. Seven games in, we're already talking about if he's going to be back to the Patriots. Yeah, I, I thought the Raiders were going to uh, compete... You know, certainly for a playoff spot. I thought they were going to compete for the division. I mean, it's it it feels like that division's over. Chargers are only one and a half games behind, but with the injuries they have, yeah, they, they had a bye. Chiefs had the bye. Can they get healthy? Are they the type of injured where they could get healthy by like week eleven? I don't think and so. Make a push. I mean, Bosa's been on IR. Here's the thing: if like JC you know, Jackson's out for the season, how many games Chargers and Chiefs have yet to play? One. One. So I mean, that could flip it. Could need the Chiefs. Chiefs look. Less they look fantastic. Um, just added Kadarius Tony, who is apparently healthy, which is not that surprising. Kind of seemed like something else was going on uh, in New York. Listen to some of his rap today. Not, not great. I not great. That, but I'm not surprised. Not great. Yeah. Apparently that was a concern coming out was that he's very dedicated to his music career. Yeah. Well, shout out. Um, do you remember the Nebraska receiver who had a rap? Career also, I think he's like Chef Boy RT Tajon Lindsay. Oh, Tajon Lindsay, five star, uh, one of the highest rated recruits Nebraska ever had. Yeah, okay, state legend. <laughs> or um, Oregon State, right? Yeah, what did I say? Oklahoma State, Oregon State, Oregon State. Um, Scott, Patri- Patriots, it seemed like the Jets felt like they were going to be able to knock off the Patriots. Finally, they lost. I did not feel that way at all. I told, I have a Jets fan in my life. He coaches with me. Um, I told him before this week, I will bet you any amount of money. This is exactly where I wanted the Jets. I wanted the Jets' hopes high. It's way more fun when the Jets think they're going to beat the Patriots and we come out and beat them uh, than when the Jets know they're going to lose and we come out and beat them. This yeah, was, of course. This is what Bill Belichick does. He continues to... Take his hatred on the Jets out. <laughs> you know, I don't is know this who, is this all just revenge from 
Because they didn't from fuck the year two thousand. But didn't he leave? Like he didn't fuck them over. They sort of fucked him over a little bit. It was like um, they. Here's what happened: Parcells was the head coach of the Jets, but yep. Belichick was the defensive coordinator. Yep. There was an automatic triggering clause in Bill Belichick's contract that when he was he or, or, Parcells. If, yeah, if Purcells retired or was fired, but Belichick automatically became a head coach. The next day. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, Parcells who, and Belichick, who had been previously employed by the Patriots before they left for, to the Jets, uh, Parcells hated Kraft. And when he heard that Bill was going to the Patriots, he decided to retire, triggering Bill Belichick becoming the head coach of the Jets which meant the Patriots couldn't hire him. They would have to trade for him. And then Bill Belichick left it. Wait, what? Left a note? Hey, I'm out of here. Wrote his resignation on a napkin. <laughs> he didn't think anything of it either. No. He was like, oh, no. They, I think he had a press conference where he was the head coach of the Jets for an hour and then wrote his resignation and then they ran another press conference. No. Oh. That's and hilarious. So he lost out on, I think, significant draft capital in his first couple of years with the Patriots because they had to trade the Jets. That's right. They had to trade yeah. for him. Um, probably win some more. <laughs> probably okay. couldn't have been more successful right. without it. Um, but New England Patriots, not, <clears throat> not the prettiest game. Uh, Jets had a shot to win, which they had no had no business having. Zach Wilson looked terrible. He threw some horrible interceptions. Trying to throw you the ball that away. Was you knew that was going to happen. The, the Patriots, Patriots have a really good secondary, secondary. a pretty Whoa. good pass rush. Matt Judon leading the league in sacks this year. Um, I mean, Zach Wilson trying to throw the ball away doesn't throw it far enough out of bounds, and it's intercepted. That that's fucking <laughs> terrible. I um, the team that I coach had that exact same thing happen to us like twice last year. And you coach a high school team? Yes, not an NFL. Team. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, that mean, was our backup quarterback on our high school team. When we all heard Zach Wilson was banging his mom's friend, I think people were like, "Oh, maybe this kid does have a shot at being a great NFL." Quarterback. He does what Jets quarterback do, do, and that's throw three picks against the Patriots. <laughs> Death, taxes, Bill Belichick beating the shit out of a young quarterback. Also, it's just fitting that this was happening on Halloween, right? Like, remember a couple years ago, the Zach Darnold, the, I'm Sam seeing Darnold. Sam Darnold, I'm seeing ghosts. Seeing ghosts out there, man. Fuck. The tough, like, you know the, what's really terrible about that? Someone must have hated Sam Darnold because every all of those lines that get on the broadcast have to be pre-screened by a player inside of the, or not a player, a, a person inside of the organization has to okay all the lines that are shown on TV. You, yeah, they, <laughs> they knew, they were immediately like, holy shit, this guy stinks. Fuck this guy. Um, yeah. And he's, he's now the third string quarterback in Carolina. Yeah. I mean, Things aren't going great. Practice squad. Um, but yeah, I mean, Mac, we did not see any zappy. Um, just as I predicted, not the greatest game for Mac Jones. Not terrible, but not great. No, and he's still, again, still not a one hundred percent. And the Jets' defense is good. Hmm. I will say that Bob. It is. It is nice to see Bob Sala, the head coach, not look fucking miserable. Mm-hmm. He looks a lot. Of, he looked like because remember last was, year, yeah, he, sleep yeah, deprived. He, yeah. he used to run stairs. He might still, but he used he to does, run stairs yeah. as the Niners' defensive coordinator. He runs stairs before he still the game. Does. He looked miserable last year. This year, he told everyone he was taking receipts. Um, Jets seem to be a lot better. Yeah. Still, some still clearly a long way to go. Uh, quarterback situation, a big discussion uh, yeah. in New York. Well, the Patriots they committed to lo- loading the box. They're like, "You're going to beat us with Zach Wilson," and you know, 
sure they got yards. They moved the ball between the 20s, but yep. when it came to crunch time, he threw picks. Yep. Yep. So some some stuff to be happy about for the Jets, some things to not be so happy about. Um, looks like they may be in the quarterback market soon. Yeah, I don't know. Two more years of like basically free quarterback play, if that makes sense. You know, you don't have to pay Zach Wilson more than like $4 million a year for another two years. Is it free for them or is it free balls for the other team? I mean, it's free balls for the other team right now. <laughs> but maybe you try and bring in a new guy on the offense. Maybe you try and bring in a new QB coach. Maybe you try to get Billy Zappi. Maybe they try and get Josh McDaniels. Maybe they try to get Josh McDaniels. Or Matt Patricia. Legend. <laughs> a decent <laughs> offensive coordinator, Matt Patricia. We'll see. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles... Oh, the Pittsburgh Steelers this feels like terrible. the Pittsburgh Steelers season is completely over. Uh, Mac- I was flipping back and forth between games, and literally every time I was on this game, the Steelers were punting. Like it was like four or five channel flips in a row where I came back to this game and the Steelers were punting. Najee Harris throws a pass for a touchdown, or excuse me, Chase Claypool throws a touchdown to the third Watt brother, Derek Watt. Only touchdown of the day for the Steelers. Not pretty at all. Oh, Kenny Pickett, uh, 191 yards, no touchdowns, one interception. Eric Watt is kind of a, a chunk. He's like, I mean, he is a more. wide guy. <laughs> and that's they have some freak genetics too in that Watt family. And he's well, he's got to be significantly shorter than the other ones. I would assume so. I mean, I don't think TJ is very tall. I think TJ's um, not. JJ's huge. JJ is enormous, and they're all. I mean, I don't know about Derek, but TJ and JJ both fucking jacked. Okay, what's your guess? Uh, what was the question? 5'11". Give me the height of all three brothers. Okay. J- JJ's 6'3". No, 6'4". Okay. TJ's 6'2". Okay. Derek, 6 foot. I got 6'4", 6'2", 6 foot. So, i got TJ Watt pulled up. TJ Watt, 6'4". Yes. i got JJ Watt, JJ Watt, 6'5". I've also heard 6'6". Derek Watt. That's what he's heard. Is it six foot? He is six foot two. Oh, over three. Over three. Heating up. Uh, AJ Brown absolutely dumpsters the Steelers. Three touchdowns. And oh my god! Was in double coverage pretty much every play. At least two of them they, was in double I mean, coverage. Yeah, he was you had not safety, open. safety over top. Right, the Steelers stayed in cover two. Um, this is sort of like a classic Mike Tomlin is when his defense is usually good defense, but when they're getting picked apart, he just refuses to make adjustments. So TJ Watt, since entering the league, the Steelers have led the league in sacks every okay. single year. This year they are dead last. Wow. Well, they, they also lost for um, a part of one game. Who was it that's known the Colts? Ingram that they lost? Who was there oh. for two years? Um, they always, they do such a good job drafting. But um, for sure, this is... For sure, going to be Mike Tomlin's first losing season. They're two and without six. Things do not seem to get to better. What is it? a losing season in the NFL now is eight and nine. So they would need to win seven of their last remaining nine games. No chance. No chance. This team is That's fucked. It. Yeah. This team sucks. Back it in. Um, I mean, maybe he fires his OC Matt Canada. They hate him. They do. Uh, oh yeah, Pittsburgh. they definitely should. Eagles, obviously, just added Roquan or. Robert Quinn. Quinn. How do you do? Is it Roquan or Robert? Robert. Fuck, I can't so good. Roquan Smith, Robert Quinn. Um, Robert, Robert Quinn's, Quinn's the older one. one. 32, 32 years old. 
uh, had a lot of sacks last year, but was struggling this year, uh, trying to give them more stuff on the edge. Um, let's see, did he record any tackles or anything in this game? Which one? Your, uh, what is that, a hurry? <laughs> one QB hit. One hit. There you go. Attaboy. On a game when Kenny Pickett had like 45 dropbacks. Attaboy, Bob. Way to go, Bob. All right. Uh, the AFC South. Looking like a shit show. Houston Texans, 1-5-1, one, one, getting not dominated. Titans, not sneaky 5-2. Dominated. Tennessee Titans win 70-10 off the back of the big dog, Derrick Henry. 32 carries for 219 yards, two touchdowns. Derrick Henry owns the Texans. Malik Willis gets his first start, his 55 yards, one interception, no touchdowns. Just give it to the big man. He's going to roll right through you and roll he did. Davis Mills has not looked good at all. No. Looks like a total regression. Uh, Damian Pierce didn't have his best day. Um, man, Lovey Smith's first season with the Texans has not looked good. No, I don't think anyone really... Thought it would. Uh-uh. I mean, what? Where did the Texans go? Like, the, who wants that job? I suppose they they did just fire the uh, the preacher, the yep. GM, yeah. president of football operations. Yep. I remember his name. Yep. I can't former, remember. His, I don't former know Patriot. Former know. Patriot. Yeah, 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 we don't claim it. Um, this does not fall under the Bill Belichick failed coaching tree chart. He was only on the Patriots for like two. He was fired by the Patriots, right? So he started as team chaplain, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then moved into the front office. Uh, is that correct? No, I don't even think he was. Let me. All right. Let me look at that. Damn, we're Texans. bad. We're bad with names. Um, Tennessee Titans. Nick, no, no, because it's Casario. Casario. Nick Casario. Not the guy that was fired. They fired the president of football ops. Nick Casario was fired, wasn't he? No, Casario. Casario was the old GM of the Patriots, and he was really good. And he, I think, he still is good. Texans. We don't know. We don't know shit. Um, what did he even do? Jack Easterby. Jack Easterby. God, man, he. All right, I'm going to do that one. That was a special place Jack Easterby had down there in Houston. His time is over. Seems like the Titans are going to. There you go. He's a chaplain for the Chiefs. He's a chaplain for the Patriots. I didn't know teams even had chaplains. And then was hired by the... Um, he was hired in part on the Patriots to deal with the Aaron Hernandez crisis. That's why he got it. He had to go... He, had, he went and blessed the facilities, I bet. And then from the Patriots, became put in charge of football operations of the Texans. What is he? Is he Mormon? What is so he? he was a tutor, and then he was a chaplain, and then he was a chaplain. I don't, Je- I don't think he's more. Jesus? Probably a Jesus. Probably, yeah, Has to be Jesus. Yeah, um, yeah what a rise uh, from him. Probably got paid a lot of money. I think I remember hearing a story that he got hired as the Texans president of football operations after he and the owner prayed about the owner hiring the right guy. That's fucking awesome. So, what a snake. What a way to just like get your way in there. Yeah. He's probably just like whispering. He's like, we're going to pray here about so who we want to hire next. Maybe good things coming on the horizons for the Texans. Maybe they'll start to recruit better uh, coaching candidates. I could certainly see. Um, maybe. I, I, I don't think it could get worse. Oh, doesn't feel like it could get much better. They do not look good. How bad? How bad? How bad do they want Bill O'Brien back? Oh, 
It does seem like they would be a better team with Bill O'Brien. He back. won the division four out of six years. Oh, and then traded away DeAndre Hopkins for a bag of balls. Yeah, and then gets kicked out. Goes back to the goes back to Alabama. Yep. Oh, he'll get a job. He'll get a head coaching job in college and NFL. But the Titans continue to play the level of competition. They're in, you know, very stinky division. Yeah, both the AFC and NFC South terrible this year. Speaking of a bad AFC South team, the Indianapolis Colts lose a heartbreaker to the Washington Commanders. Taylor Heineke does it again a off a game. huge pass to Terry McLaurin. Uh, Sam Ellinger's first start looked like it was going to be a win. Wild game. This is a great red zone game. This is a perfect red zone game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Indianapolis Colts. I mean, this just don't make me watch this. Poops. This team fucking sucks, man. I cannot believe the Chiefs lost to this fucking team. I, 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 I <laughs> every win has been uncom in un incomprehensible. Ellinger played all right. Uh, not great in the red zone, but um, you know he was efficient. They didn't ask him to do too much. Played fine. Jonathan Taylor, sixteen for seventy six, isn't too bad. Just continues to not score touchdowns this year. Nothing. The Colts stink in the red zone this year. Yeah, Colts have been Colts just suck every. I mean, I don't know what the fuck happened to the Colts. Their offensive line was supposed to be unbelievable. It's been terrible. Yeah, uh, the running game was supposed to be unbelievable. It's been terrible. Some yeah. of that due to injuries. Uh, defense defense has been good. Yeah. Um, but Frank Reich apologized to Matt Ryan. Said, "Hey, this isn't on you. Us benching you. This is on us. We promise you an O line. We promise you a running game. Obviously, none of that showed up." Uh, so, do you think Matt Ryan's starting next year? No, I don't so think. What that apology? I think Matt Ryan's gone. I think we've seen the uh, unfortunate we'll the end quarterback of... in eight eighth opening day starting quarterback in eight years for the Colts. I think Matthew Ice's time may be done. Oh, Jonathan Taylor fumble. Sheesh. Uh, it's Matt Ryan needs to be paid a lot of money. He's owed a lot of money. Why'd you call him Matt Ice's Ice? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Matty Ice. That was your problem, dude. He's not Matt Ice. That was cooking in my brain for like 15, I don't know, however long that was. It was like I couldn't put it together. I was like, wait a minute. Matt Ice. No, he's Matty Ice, dude. He drank Natty Ice after he won in high school. I got it. I got it. Is that really? Is that the story? Yeah, he chugged He chugged Natty Ices. And like, oh, Matty Ice. You going to chug one? Um, feels like, uh, man, that's that's too bad for Matt Ryan. That, like, that MVP year was the year that you guys, you Patriots, kicked the fuck out of them in the Super Bowl, right? In the second half. Oh. In the last two minutes of the third quarter and the rest of the fourth quarter. <laughs> that, was, was that, the, that was the last year Kyle Shanahan was on that Falcons yeah, he team, the right? OC. Yeah, And then immediately yeah. got hired by the Niners. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, Washington Maybe we see a reunion in San Francisco. What do you mean? I said maybe Matt Ryan goes to San Francisco. Would you rather Matt Ryan or Jimmy G? I think I asked you this last week. I'd rather jump off a cliff. I think I'd rather San Francisco nine, 49ers dog dog walk the Los Angeles Rams. Cool. Christian McCaffrey passes for a touchdown, rushes for a touchdown, receives a touchdown. Uh 132.5 passer rating for Jimmy G. Perfect passer rating for Christian McCaffrey. One throw, <laughs> one touchdown. Uh just a domination. Rams just man, they just do not look like they can get anything going. And yeah, the I was Niners, say, do you want to do a uh one the pocky one chip on the if the Rams are gonna make the playoffs this year? Uh-uh. That's dumb. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what if they both landed on the same podcast? <laughs> oh, that'd be sweet. Well, one of us has to be like cohesive. Uh we would just get Cody in to moderate. Yeah. yeah. We can 
next week we'll look into some bets. Okay. We'll make okay. some bets. Well, we we'll probably we won't do them uh live for the show. We have to keep the integrity of, you know, the integrity of the program. But mm-hmm. maybe we'll do uh we'll do some separate videos of us doing some tomfoolery and yeah, I th- I shenanigans. Where where do the Rams rank offensively this year? If you had to guess. I, if I had to guess, I would say very poor. I mean, this Rams team just looks bad. They don't look like and I, and to be fair, I think the Niners look very good. I think the Niners I know they got the shit beat out of them by the Chiefs. Game was pretty close for a while. Um, but man, adding Christian McCaffrey is such a problem. Christian McCaffrey has been absolutely cooking this year too. Mm-hmm. He's had tons of hundred yard over hundred yards of scrimmage. Um luckily for me, probably might finish as the fantasy one running back. Oh yeah. Which I, mean, I he stays healthy. That's always I mean, if he's healthy, he's always a fantasy game. Yeah, here's the thing. And also he was when he was before he had those like season ending injuries back to back, which granted isn't great, but no. He, uh, I mean, before that, he played, what, three years, never got hurt, played every single game, and played over 70% of the snaps in every single one of those games. I mean, Christian McCaffrey's just, I mean, Christian McCaffrey's, like, generational might even be an understatement. Like, if he hadn't missed those two years, he'd be in the great, he'd be in the GOAT conversation. Like, maybe the best overall offensive weapon of his generation. Yeah. He had 1,000 yards rushing and 1,000 yards receiving. That's fucking hilarious. That is insane. That's ridiculous. Uh Okay, so here, I've got the Rams offense pulled up. Um, points per game, they are 28th overall. Yards a game, they're 30th. Points per play, they're 28th. Yards per play, they're 31st. Ooh. Now, third and fourth down conversion, which I do think this speaks to Sean McVay as a play caller. They're fourth in both third down conversion and uh, fourth down conversion. Does that speak to his play calling, or does that just speak to Stafford to cut? Because it feels like that <laughs> offense just goes directly between those two. That's a, you know that's a really good point. That's yeah, a, that's a really good point. Matthew Stafford drops back in the pocket and he finds either Tyler Higby or Cooper Cup. He's like, who's the, the most open white guy I can find? Just toss mm-hmm. it up to them. But the Niners without Debo Samuel. That's why. Do they have problems? We should look up their number. Do they have problems when they wear the the uh, beige jerseys because he can't identify Cooper Cup? <laughs> he's so white. Yeah. Um. Possible. Uh. Yeah. I mean, I think Niners top team in the nfc i mean their record's only four and four they're definitely contender but i mean you really do not want to see in the playoffs that team's a fucking problem and if they get tom brady next year don't like that um (laughs) yeah don't like it at all um yeah i think going forward like like any team if your team you're most afraid of playing today like eagles versus 49ers who do you think wins that game that's good I mean, I think they beat the Vikings. Who? Niners? Yeah. So maybe I put the Vikings at third. But uh, Cowboys? I think the Niners beat the Cowboys. Yeah. Niners, at worst, I think probably around the fourth, third or fourth best team Yeah. in the deal. Uh, They've got to make the playoffs still. Geno Smith and the Seattle Seahawks beat oh the New York God. Giants in a sloppy game for the Giants. I Multiple muff punts. Go ahead. I have to come to terms. I think the Seahawks are good. Seahawks might be good. Seahawks winning the NFC East, West, NFC West. Five and three. Geno Smith just keeps cooking. We thought they were tanking. We thought they were. We thought they were fucked. This team looked like they were going to be dog. And you cannot blame. And and everyone thought. Everyone thought this. Yes. There was Drew Locke versus Geno Smith quarterback battle. And we all assumed Drew Locke was going to win too. I think we're like, oh well. It's not good, but Drew Locke's going to win. Gino's been good. Gino's probably a Pro Bowl quarterback. The brother's been balling. Yeah, he looks fantastic. 
Um, uh, the, the Giants, yeah, rent came due. You knew it wasn't going to last. You knew you knew the the every single game they've been in has been a tight one score. Yeah, just crazy offensive play calling, weird plays to tight ends in weird Seattle. Plays to running backs. Uh, Barkley had a sort of a tough game, really like an old uh, a Saquon Barkley of old stat line. We had twenty five carries and fifty yards of more recent, I would say. Yeah, <laughs> and um. Yeah, you know, I mean, they were owed a stinker, but I think this is more of what the Giants are moving forward. Yeah, I think that's probably fair to say. Um, Seattle Seahawks, huge. I mean, that team looks good. They hit with Kenneth Walker. Geno Smith looks, I mean, who was, what a story. I mean, he wasn't starting, he wasn't playing anywhere. Like, he would play occasionally. It was just total accident, never got a shot. No one believed in him. Pete Carroll and the boys. And that, that, that that's like 32. Yeah. I mean, he was when he was starting for the Jets. That was ten years ago. <laughs> this is like a Kurt Warner level of like career revivement. How old was Kurt Warner when they won that Super Bowl? They didn't win. They they won one. Kurt Warner never won a Super Bowl. Really? Ooh, maybe he did with the. Uh, we gotta look that up. All right, all right. Um, oh no, Kurt Warner did win a Super Bowl against the Titans, but um, no, Kurt Warner. They went one. Uh, he came back with the Cardinals and lost to the Steelers. Right, 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 right. In that crazy, yeah. Um. Yeah, but the New York Giants, we knew. I mean, still, very good chance at making the playoffs. Just, I mean, they're six and two right now. Like they have. Yeah, to and the play, NFC stinks. They have to play pretty poorly. They're in a very good division. They could finish. Th- so it's going to have to be a wild card. I don't know if they're going to be able to. Only two games behind the Eagles. Two games behind the Eagles. Uh, have they played the Cowboys yet? Giants. We don't know. Um, it's going to be it close. Let's look it up. It's going to be hard for them to win the division. Wouldn't go through it. But good shot at being a wild card team. Um, they they would think, have to have pretty... I can't wait. I think it's like two weeks from now that you, you know 538? What's that? It's a really good stat site. They do like Mm-mm. politics stuff, but they also do sports stuff. Oh, really? And they'll give you like a, a rest of season simulator and you can plug in like what you Ooh. think their team's record is going to be and it'll adjust their playoff odds for you. Uh-huh. So a, you'll have the whole schedule of every team up a, there, and so you can click winners for each and every game. Is it a gambling scenario thing? Um, no. I'll, I'll show you when it when it once it goes live. I'll show you once okay. it goes live. It's okay. it's a really neat tool. Um. Okay. Remaining schedule for the New York Giants. Football Again, they are Giants. Six and two currently. Hell yeah. Um. So we've got. They've got a bye week upcoming. This week is my week. Texans. Is that a win or a loss? Texans? Yeah. That's Should a be a win. That's got to be a win. Um, so that makes them 7-2. and two. I mean, they win, they win like three or four more games. Right. We have, it. what, eight, nine games left? Texans and Lions are the next two games. Texans, Lions. Win-win. Yeah. Holy shit. So that puts them at 8-2. and two. Cowboys. You go 8-2, you're making the fucking playoffs. You need to win one Probably. more game. Cowboys, that's a loss. Commanders. We First are. time they played him. Put your left hand up. Who are we? So I. What, what do you think? Commanders. Winner loss. Against the Commanders? Yeah. They're winning at least three or four of those. They're making the playoffs. So even if the Commanders game is a loss, it's still eight and three. Eight and four then at that point. Eagles, that's probably a loss. Commanders, second time. We'll give them, we'll give them split against the Commanders. That's nine wins. Then they finish with Vikings, loss, Colts win, Eagles loss. So 10 and seven. 
And it's them very realistic. Very realistic. And that's splitting games with the Cardinals. And, they, and so that roster is bad. Yeah. They just I mean, traded away one of their, uh, a guy that they had a lot of hope for in uh, Kadarius Tony to the Chiefs, who, who, who knows? We'll find out probably at some point what happened, but clearly something happened. Uh, they, there was some miscommunication. Something was going wrong. Uh, Kadarius Tony just didn't really get in the field for the football giants. Yeah, it seems like there's something like that every year. Kadarius Tony not quite on the level where you like needed to play him or you get fired, but like, you know, too good to be kept off the field when healthy. Um, the Green Bay Packers, Sunday Night Football, take on the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo. That place was rocking. New York, I believe, I mean, I think they said this five times. First Sunday Night Football in like, like 10 years that fans have been allowed that's in Buffalo. Uh, fans were going crazy. Josh Allen. Are you serious? Something like that. Yeah. The Buffalo Bills, Josh Allen and them came out firing hot. They were absolutely torching the Packers early. Uh, Packers played pretty well in the second half. Not enough to win. Yeah. Buffalo Bills only scored three points. Packers ended up losing by 10 points. Defense Uh, made some adjustments. I think the the Bills were like really committed to just running the ball at that point and getting out of there. Yeah. Josh Allen finished second half. No touchdowns, two picks, probably only like 60 yards or so. Um, but yeah, they were they were running the ball very well. Uh, Aaron Jones had 143 yards just rushing. Uh, Samari Torre got his first NFL touchdown. I saw that. Been saying it. Put the guy in, you get touchdowns. Yep. Um, he definitely is. He one of those guys that the pack that. So Aaron Rodgers last week says it's time to start cutting reps for some guys. Is Samari Torre obviously in the camp? Does Aaron Rodgers like Samari Torre because he's playing now? He he he. He's, he hinted at something early in training camp. Or not early in training camp, but it was like week one. And it was something to the effect of like, hey, he just needs to... Uh, he kind of like gave a smile. It's like he needs to just focus a little. So yeah, I think he's been hitting the nightlife down there in Green Bay. Well, um, Josh Allen, you know, played all right. He started off really hot. But um, that throw, that throw <laughs> the second half cooled off. Um, oh, yeah. The, there's one throw to Diggs that was like... This, that touchdown? The money. The second touchdown. The, it looked like a second touchdown to Diggs just slightly out of the end zone, but from way away. He came in on a rope. Um, the Packers covered the spread, though. Packers covered. Um, could have attempted a field goal in the last... There was like 25... There was less than a minute left. Kick a field goal, miss it. They, I mean, they get that. They still have to get an onside kick and get a pretty miraculous shot at the end zone, but... Yeah, I, I mean, I don't think a lot of Packers fans thought they were winning this game. I think if you wanted them to compete, you feel okay. They didn't compete early at all. But I think they did okay enough at the end where maybe I mean they moved. I think I think if I'm a Packers fan, I'm really worried. <laughs> you're really you were definitely worried, but I think you're a little bit less worried than you were. Worst days are ahead for Packers fans. You owe Aaron Rodgers a lot of money. They ended up. There's out- no way to make this team better. They ended up outgaining the Bills, at least, by like 30, 40 yards. Um, but yeah, the Packers are in a tough spot. There's always all this talk about OBJ. Um, that seems to be out the window. I don't think OBJ is coming to a team that's 3-5 and five right now. Yeah, uh, He's so, going to want to go to a contender. Right. Packers are four games behind in the division. Three and a half behind the Vikings. Three and a half behind the Vikings. Oh, feels like this... I mean, this really got away from the Packers. Back-to-back MVP. Yeah. yeah. Well, here's the thing. Think about this if you're a Packers fan. You go from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers. Those are your two QBs for the last 30 years. Spoiled. Yeah. Big time. That era is uh, the sun is setting quickly. 
on that. And Don't let the sun go in down. What is the Packers me. franchise? Remember the Packers, not a huge market. They're an area with, you know, it's like a, a town of like 100,000. So city. the town, the city is small, but their reach is very large. They have a sure. huge following. Yeah, but does that dissipate quickly when they don't have a good QB? No, we'll I really, think it'll be tested. It'll when you're tested. good for a while, you keep fans for a long time. Now, they only... they want, did, so Here's the thing. When I was a kid, yeah, a lot of people growing up were Packers fans. Are yeah, kids so still we grew Packers up in Nebraska. Today? So we grew up in Nebraska. So there was basically whoever was good at the time yeah. is who we were fans of. So a lot of Packers, a lot of Bears, some Chiefs, Broncos. Now... It's it's like when I see kids, it's all Chiefs. All Chiefs. Also, kids love Mahomes. Yeah. Um, guy I work with. A lot of Colts fans in my really? class growing up. Oh yeah, a huh. ton of Colts fans. Maybe it's a Luther. A lot thing. of Peyton Manning jerseys. Um, well, that was yeah, that was Peyton Manning. Um, yeah, my guy I work with, big huge Raiders fan. His son is a Chiefs Mahomes fan. He fucking hates it. Oh, That's got to be so miserable. If you're a Raiders fan, you have to be so fucking miserable right now. I mean, it's hard to be in the. It's hard to be AFC West fan in general with the Chiefs in the division. But then, I mean, every single one of those teams came in with very high hopes. Every single one felt like, "Hey, we're we're going to compete for this division for sure." And now it just, I mean, Chargers. I mean, Broncos. Broncos Raiders are out, right? They're out of winning the division entirely. Oh yeah, well, yeah. They're not picking up three games on the Chiefs. So Chargers. Chargers, it, it comes down to Chargers. Chargers still in competition. They're game and half back, but if they beat the Chiefs in their next matchup. So, that I mean, the Chargers are so injured, and they look like, who did they play this last one? They got the full well, bye week. But, um, yeah, but last week, they got d- dominated. They got blown out. I don't remember. Chargers. Is a team that you would not expect. <laughs> My memory that bad. A team that should not blow you out. Absolutely not. Um, Next week against Falcons. Chargers have a tough schedule for me. Dirty Birds. Uh, They, on October 23rd, got smashed by the Seahawks. Seahawks, man. Yeah, I mean... Seahawks Nothing good. looks good for the Chargers. It seems like the Seahawks are good every week. The Seahawks are putting up 40 points. Every AFC West coach, obviously, besides Andy Reid's on the hot seat right now. Yes. Every single, like, there is a world where all They're three all of those coaches are yeah. fired by the yeah, end of the season. I think that's probably at like 50%. And two of those guys, this is their first year. Yeah. Like, there was, I think there was serious talk that Nathaniel Hackett could have been fired if they didn't win in Jacksonville. Oh yeah, that's so early. I mean, I'm I'm not saying don't do it, but that's so fucking early. Well, how many coaches have we seen fired so far? Just one, Matt Rule. Yeah, just yep. one, that's Matt kinda, Rule. You know, he's coming to Nebraska. Feels like <laughs> um, Scott, you've been on it. I would like. I would like him. I think he'd be good. But, Scott, Scott's Nebraska season's over, right? We're done. We pack it in. I mean, uh, like what? Like relative to what? Like, are we making a bowl game? I we I told you last week like if we lose this game it's yeah. pretty daunting I don't think you win yeah. three of the next four in the way the Minnesota way, Wisconsin Iowa and Michigan if, Michigan that's an L that's a hardcore L if we had one if we had lost in a less embarrassing way maybe we had a chance but that was now it was bad it looked fucking terrible Scott that was oh. Hey, we got hope. We got hope. That might have been the best thing for us, all things considered. Yeah, because now we have to, like... We, were, we obviously we had a shot, 
week or two ago at winning the West. We obviously were not winning the Big Ten. Uh, you're trying to make a bowl game. So, you know, when Frost is fired, hey, this season's over. And then we win a couple games. Oh, shit. Maybe we can win the West. Maybe we can make a bowl game. That seems out the window now. Uh, hopefully Casey Thompson gets healthy, but it feels like that's about it. That's all she wrote yeah, for this I season. Mean, you know, I mean, when we lost, when we lost in week zero, this season was, we kind of knew the season was over. Yeah. And that Northwestern team is really, they over. fucking <laughs> suck, dude. I had a conversation that day with Harrison, uh, our friend Harrison. Um, He's like, we don't know. Maybe Northwestern's good this year. I was like, no, this is not a good. I was watching it. I was like, <laughs> they put up 500 yards gonna... on us. I told him that day. I told him that day, this is going to be their only win of the season. Oh, my and God. I was a little bit drunk and I didn't really mean it. Hell but yeah. That might be like the hottest prediction I've ever gotten right. That was hot. Yeah. No. But the. Let's beat uh, Iowa. Let's beat Iowa. Let's fucking beat Iowa. That'd be great. That would be great. I lose the rest of them. I don't. I literally don't. I. I'm like totally like. I don't care about the outcome. Yeah. Except for the Iowa game. For the players, let's get some good tape on film. That's what they're yeah, playing yeah. for at this point. I want them to be competitive, right? I want the players to have fun. Of course. I don't feel good about Nebraska losing, but I feel good a little bit coming away from this game, knowing that we're not gonna have a controversy over not hiring Mickey Joseph. I think that's the takeaway. Love yeah. Mickey Joseph. I think right. we feel the same I way. I want us to keep him. Absolutely. We love I'd him. I'd even be down if he was promoted offensive coordinator. Yeah, I would too. I, I would. We. I think everyone in Nebraska wants him to be kept. A lot of people. He seems like he's definitely worth like a million dollars to the team, right? He should be a million yeah. dollar assistant. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. He's a really should. good recruiter. Yep. Very Best good Best receivers recruiter. coach in the country. Hell yeah. Don't. But unproven as a head coach. Made some very. This, there was, this is a bad game last week. There was. They were how not you, ready. How do you not take Chubba out? I mean, uh, by two series, watching on TV, it was like, man, this guy does not have it. Get him out. Get him out. For we his hate own to sake. say it, but it didn't. It doesn't. For his own sake. Did he put? Did he practice? <laughs> like, I, I, like I, if if I did not the game, you know, I don't know, man. You know, you could bring a guy in. He's probably not really expecting to play, and you know, they, 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 reps. they had put Smothers in first, right. The hell was that? And then come back in? out of halftime with Purdy because you felt like you needed to throw. Smothers was a state track champion in fucking Alabama. Let him run the just run the Wildcat. What the fuck? Just that's not the you know you have a quarterback. But the, oh, wow. The thing is, here's the thing. Here's what Whipple want to do because early on in the game we had guys open all over the field. The Illinois defense was spinning. We had a couple drop passes, misreads, a couple misreads, but. Whipple's scheme going into this game was really, really good, and it made you know the best defense in the country look like they did not know what was going on. And so, if I trusted him initially coming out of half with Chubba Purdy, because Chubba was a better thrower of the ball than than Smothers, uh, because Whipple really liked his game plan and mm-hmm. he needed someone to be able to throw to execute it. So I'm fine with that. I'm fine with coming out of the half with Purdy, but two or three drives in. And it was like apparent, like, okay, this kid doesn't have his fastball today. Like, you gotta make a change. So bad. It felt very hopeless with like we were down like what two scores of five minutes left in the third, and I was like, we got no shot. Dude, we I were was... down three I think we were down three scores with like eight minutes left in the fourth, and they fucking punted. And what do you like... Yeah, so they were feeling the same way that we were. I missed that, but yeah. Yeah, so then I they, 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 at that point then they were like, Okay, no point in putting We rarely up. turn a game like if like we played Ohio State once or twice. It was a total blowout. Turned it off near the end just because I turned this game off. I had to go to the gym. I had to, like, go, I had to work through some things at the gym. 
it was, um, yeah, it was like, damn, like halfway through the third, it's like, all right, well, this is over. <laughs> like, and it's not like the defense is playing bad, right? It's hard to feel blown out when you only give up 26 points. But... It's, Illinois, like <laughs> Chase Brown looked great, but like, other than that, they didn't look that, like, they didn't look like world beer. They made some, they with some... how many turnovers we have? Was it four turnovers, five turnovers? Only giving up 26 with the field position that our defense was dealing with and how much they had to be on the field in the second half. Illinois had a series. Credit to Bill Bush because the defense played yes. with, you know. Have to keep Bill Bush. The defense played well enough to win the game. Have to keep Bill Bush, have to keep Mickey Joseph, right. have to keep Brian Applewhite. Yes. And from what we believe, that is what... I've heard is. some things from people in the know that that is the case. Yeah. But if I... Well, devil's advocate, so we can play, go both ways on this. If I was a head coach and you said Mickey Joseph is going to be my receivers coach, I'd be ecstatic. I'd be like, hell yeah. Yeah. If I was a head coach and I was like, hey, there's a guy here that was interim head coach who really wants the head coaching job who we're going to keep on staff as the associate head coach, I'd be like, I don't know. Because the minute things start going south, are people going to be chaining Mickey Joseph? No. Because then I don't, I don't want that. Or, it depends so who right. it is. If it's like a big name, I don't think that's really a thing. Like if you get Lane Kiffin... I don't think there's really that's really a thought. New okay. Taylor Swift album dropped. He's feeling good. I think uh, I think that's the case. But could you blame a head coach coming in and being like, "Hey, I don't really feel super comfortable with the situation with Mickey Joseph," right? Possibly. I think if you get hired over him, it's pretty. I mean, it's if he had. I mean, if we if lose out, then, won, then that won't be the case. Yeah. If, if he had out, won, if he had won six games, maybe. Yeah. 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 Now, ugh, I so don't maybe know. overall, is this better for the state of the program? That's that's my thought. I think it is. Yeah, sort of how I felt after the Georgia Southern game, where it was like painful to watch. I don't feel good about the players. I don't feel good about the coaches, and I don't root for them to lose. But going away from it, there's a lot of silver lining. You started rooting for them to lose. I kind of had to. Yeah, I yeah. started rooting for them to lose at the Georgia Southern game. I hate yeah. to say it, but I was like, I need to be done. Need the need the program to take a yeah. step forward. Um. Yeah, I don't know. What are your thoughts? Anything to close with? Just that. I think that's, I don't know. I think Nebraska, I mean, our, our program's not in a worse spot than it was a week ago, I don't think. I think it's no. about the same. No. Um, the rest of the year's academic, except for the Iowa game. Yeah. You, uh, what do you got the rest of the week? Anything interesting? Just practices? Yeah, we Hang won out. our first round of state. Huge win. Hell yeah. We were sort Congrats. of um, an underdog. You know, we didn't consider ourselves underdogs. No, we can't. We but it was a team that had handled us pretty well earlier this year. Now, we weren't very healthy for that game. That was the worst game we played all season. But, revenge game. Um, yeah, revenge game against Bishop Newman. They're a great team. They're going to be a really good team next year, too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, definitely the best game we put together all season. Happy Hell for yeah. the boys. Hell yeah. Big celebration. Hell yeah. We all loved it. Keg stands? <laughs> no, there was no kegs. Damn. We, we as a coaching staff, did crush. Um, I think we were halfway through our third 30 rack of bush light for the end of the night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. And with that, we will close it. Um, we'll be back soon, guys. Uh, make sure if you're still listening to us, follow us, uh, subscribe, like us, please. Uh, we want to continue to do this for you guys uh we'd love to do it uh you know the more you follow us the more we can commit to this uh and that's our ultimate goal we appreciate you guys we love you guys uh share us with your friends your family uh thank you 
Bye-bye.